real privilege to be with you here today, uh, folks. My name is Stephen Lee, and I'm the founder of a website called SermonAudio.com. I'm going to try to be brief, but I just want to say how, and, and I don't know you all at all, but I want to say how proud I am of the fact that you all even are trying to pray together. Uh, <clears throat> you you maybe don't know this, but um, prayer is one of the most difficult things uh, that you can do as a Christian. And it, it's difficult for a number of reasons. The Bible teaches us that we're in a spiritual war. And so whenever we're praying, we're engaging spiritual weapons, and we have a spiritual enemy that is fighting against us. And so when you pray, the reason why it's hard is because there's someone fighting against you. The devil actually does not want God's people to pray because prayer, if you read through the Bible, is one of the most powerful weapons that God's people have. If you, especially if you go through the Old Testament, the kings, you will see some extraordinary answers to prayer. I mean, it's amazing. And so when you read things like that, and when you read through church history, the, the prayers and the answers and the, the amazing things that God has done in response to prayer, you begin to wonder why on earth wouldn't more people pray and take advantage of this? Like, it's the ultimate weapon. And yet the reason is because the devil has so clouded our minds so that we don't actually uh, feel like prayer works or we're embarrassed or he'll throw everything at you to stop you from praying. I guarantee you. And if you're like most young people, uh, prayer is very difficult. And I want to just encourage you. I want to encourage you to not give up in this. Because if you give up in prayer, you're basically laying down the most powerful weapon that a Christian has. Okay? Because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. What that means that verse means is that we don't fight in this with like a physical sword and physical weapons but against principalities and against powers, against spiritual wickedness in high places, against the rulers of darkness. I mean, all these horrible-sounding things. These are spiritual, monstrous enemies that we're fighting against, and you're not going to fight them by, uh, you know, exercising. Exercising is good. Eating right is good. All that's good. People put a lot of attention on that, but like zero attention on the spiritual side of your life. So I want to just encourage you to don't give up. Uh, let's turn really quickly in Luke chapter 11. Very, very quick. Luke chapter 11, you have your Bible. And uh, by the way, not that this is, this is just a, this is just an extra uh, nugget for you. This Bible is so important for a Christian because this is how we hear God. We pray and we speak to God. And the way that the Lord speaks to us is through this Bible. And so prayer is very important because that's part of our fellowship with God. That's how we speak to the Lord. 
but we need to hear from him as well. And so do not neglect the word. Luke chapter 11, guess what? The disciples had the same question. In Luke chapter 11, came to pass that as he was praying, who? Jesus. So Jesus was praying. And when he ceased, so he finished praying, one of his disciples said to him, uh, they asked him a very profound, wonderful question. A question that I want us to all think about tonight. Lord, teach us to pray. Because as they saw the Lord Jesus praying, and they heard him praying, they noticed something, I am absolutely sure, that was so different from all of the prayers that they were used to hearing growing up. You know, they were Jews, and they were brought up, let's say, in you know religious homes, and they went to church. It wasn't called church. And then they went to the synagogue, to the temple. And uh, they heard a lot of prayers. They heard a lot of people praying, just like maybe you all hear a lot of praying, you know, with church and different things. But the Lord Jesus also prayed. And you can only imagine that when he prayed, it was different. And the disciples were sitting there listening to him pray. And by the way, that's a great way to learn how to pray is to listen to other people pray. And they were thinking, how do I pray like that? It was a wonderful thing. I can only imagine. Anyway, teach us to pray. Isn't that a great question? And that's a question that we should be asking the Lord. Lord, please teach us to pray. And then you have the Lord's Prayer. I'm not going to go through it. You all know it. Our Father, which art in heaven, and etc. But the thing that I want you to land on is the parable after the Lord's Prayer. Remember, he's teaching the disciples to pray. And the parable after the Lord's Prayer, I'll let you read it. But in summary, it's talking about a friend in the middle of the night. He doesn't have any food, and somebody comes knocking on his door, and he, he can't feed him, so he goes walking over to his friend's house, knocks on his door in the middle of the night, and he says, please, please, I need some food. I have a friend come from a far country. I don't have anything to feed him. And uh, the friend in bed says, go away. I'm sleeping. I'm, you know, it's uh, like midnight. What are you doing? Get away from here. Uh, but he keeps at it. See, he keeps at it. And the, the key phrase that you need to lodge in your head is in verse 6. For a friend of mine and his journey has come to me, and here it is. I have nothing to set before him. And this is, to me, the key to prayer. It is. The key to prayer is recognizing that I have nothing. I have nothing. And so when you finally realize that you have nothing, then you will persist. Believe you me. You will be charging the door of heaven like never before because you have no choice. 
you finally realized that there is no plan B, that there is no backup solution, that there is no, there's no plan, you have nothing. And when you get that desperate, that's when you're going to start to pray. And by the way, that's why the Lord sends trials. Some people don't like, well, nobody likes trials. But God sends trials to make us desperate. He does. And a desperate person becomes very strong in the place of prayer. You, you just hear me out. One day you'll understand that, I'm sure. But you get desperate enough and you become very strong in the place of prayer. A, a kind of strength that you never knew you had. You have to come to the place where you realize, I have nothing. So, I'm just going to leave it at that. There's so much more to be said here, but this is a chapter, this is part of the chapter, the Lord Jesus is teaching his disciples how to pray. And I believe the most key in this is coming to a point of desperation. Okay? Well, I will leave it at that. God bless you all. It's very interesting to be able to speak to you like this. Um, it's a lot of fun. But um, I hope you'll hear what I'm saying. I, I mean, I do. Don't give up. And don't feel like you have to be like expert before you can start praying. It's better that you feel like you're weak because the Bible teaches us that when I'm weak, then I'm strong. So in all of your weakness, in all of your I can't pray-ness, you pray because the Lord will help you. God bless you.